But hello, people, welcome back. So in this episode, I wanna talk about why I love capitalism. Yes, I am saying I'm going out there. I love capitalism. It's the best thing to ever hit the planet Earth is capitalism. And I take a strong stance on this. And I don't think, the reason I wanna make this episode, I don't think enough people talk about capitalism and how beautiful of a concept there is. There's all these so or so-called socialists or Marcus Marcuses Marxists Mark Marxists there it is Marxists out there <laughs> can't even say it that uh, right now are loving these government stimulus checks are loving other people paying for their life because um, it sounds great right if you're a broke teacher or a broke college professor or a broke and yeah it sounds great the government should we should steal from the rich and give to the poor it's it's you know the robin hood mindset that's uh, that's great right and uh, i'm gonna argue strongly against that i truly believe in capitalism and yeah i run an investment fund i yes i do believe in capitalism right now i'll stick to that uh because there's a lot of problems with socialism up front it sounds amazing right venezuela you look at venezuela up front they were hyped. The people wanted it. They said, we want we want a socialist government. And uh, you see what happens because most of the time what happens with socialism is there's plenty of promises of giving and, and stuff. And then there's, if it's not done perfect, there's problems and corruption that come in. You see Brazil had a huge crisis. They, they elected a, a socialist. You see even Sweden and Denmark, right? People look at those. They're not socialists. They're, they're market economy countries, different, right? Um, but you look at Spain, you look at Italy, socialists, and it's just, they're bankrupt countries. And there's a reason they're bankrupt. And it's because of what you think. And I, there's an old quote, um, and I think it's a fantastic quote, talks about if you took all of the wealthy people on the planet, took all the money and divided it evenly, rich and poor, evenly amongst everybody, in a matter of time, all the money would be back in the same pockets. And it's because poor people have a poor mindset. They, they don't know how to manage money. They don't know the rules of wealth. And it's not like most of the time socialists will come in and say, well, no, if only this person had a chance. If only they were born in a rich family or had the opportunities. And yes, there's always exceptions to everything. But in general, to the rule, I'm going to say most people, and when you look at lottery stats, I think it's the best example ever. 85% of people that win the lottery are bankrupt within five years. Why? It's because they don't know how to manage money. They don't know the rules of wealth. And the money, guess what? goes back to the same pockets as before. And it's not like they're in a, that's, they're, they don't have a money problem. It's not like they don't have enough access to money. It's they don't know the rules of wealth. They don't know the rules of creating wealth and creating money and the value, what it, what it develops us as people. I love capitalism and entrepreneurship because it makes me become a better person. You're like, wait, hold on, capitalist pig, right? You, you know, capitalism, you guys are just greedy, all that stuff. No, entrepreneurship, I think, makes some of the best individuals on the planet. There's a great quote by Jim Rohn. He says, set a goal to be a millionaire. And don't do it because of the, the money. Set a goal to be a millionaire because of what you'll need to become to get there. So before I, you guys know my story, before I started my fun on, I was on business try number eight. And uh, 
And then I finally started my fund. I got it going and I kind of got off the ground and I've had a few successful businesses since then, but like eight tries. And these weren't like business ideas. Not like I had an idea and I didn't go after it. No, these were like legit businesses. They were set up, they were running, they were getting revenue. We had bank accounts. I mean, it was like legit seven business tries before I got a successful one. And every single try along the way, I can look back my first business. It took me about, I would say a hundred hours to set up my first website. And now we can set up a website in 20 minutes, right? took me like, I don't know, 30 hours to set up my LLC, my bank account. Now I can do that in like 20 minutes, right? It, the, the, the stuff that I've learned, how to hire people, how to interview, how to build a team, how to make sure teams are efficient. I learned on business try number five. We were building a Chinese tutoring business, right? And I had Chinese tutors. I didn't know how to manage them. I didn't know how to get things processes. I had to build systems. Entrepreneurs go out and you becoming an entrepreneur makes you, de- your self-development curve is crazy. I think it's the fastest way to learn on this planet is becoming an entrepreneur to learn anything, right? And entrepreneurship teaches you so much about life, about business, about how to deal with people, how to manage, how to help others. And uh, I think it's one of the biggest self-development curves. And then also it pulls out the most value out of a, a society. See, if we were in a socialist society or even a communist society, they, the government decides the winners and losers. They decide if Starbucks is really that good of an idea. Like coffee again? Are you serious? You know, like you look at five guys, okay? The right, like five guys, burgers and fries. You guys heard of them, right? The dudes start, okay, get this, this story. This is his entrepreneurship journey. He starts it in his seventies, launches five guys, burgers and fries. He's going to launch. This is his big idea, right? Imagine him taking this to a socialist government. Hey, I got a great idea. We're going to make another burger joint in America because I think America needs more burgers. That's my big pitch. And I'm going to have, it's going to be a little bit different, but I think it's going to work. 70 year old man. Everybody would have told him no, right? He launches it and five guys takes off. Why? Because customers vote with their wallets. That's why I love capitalism. Capitalism allows me and you and all of us to vote with our wallets, not let someone in Washington DC decide what's good and what's bad. See, because if we don't like Five Guys Burgers and Fries, you don't go buy it. And guess what? If you don't buy it, they go out of business. And it was a maybe it was just a bad idea, right? It just didn't really work out. You look at Zune. Remember Zune versus iPod? If the government could have said, hey, we really like Zune. I think it's Zoom or Zune. Zune. Remember those little things? The government could have said, hey, we, you know, this is our guy. We really like them. We're going to push them and nobody else can be a competitor. And they're our thing. Instead, we have iPod versus Zune and us as consumers, we voted on iPod with our dollars. We just said, hey, this is a better product. This is way better than Zune. And we all vote with that. And then that developed into the iPhone. And guess what? Galaxies come out and other, other thing. It depends on, you know, on your, whatever you like to do. But iPhone pre- predominantly has crushed it in America and it's developed this amazing smartphone that we have. Otherwise, if we would have said, Android, you're the winner, They wouldn't innovate. They wouldn't develop as fast as they do right now. Competition drives value and success. That's why our curve of technological advancement has gone up like crazy. It's because companies are getting more money in because they're making better products. They're incentivized to do better and better and better. I love capitalism for those things. We get the best products on the planet and allows me and you to choose where we vote with our dollars. If you care about 
uh, very environmental things, which I do. I, I think we ought to take care of the environment. I think it's great. You can go to stores that are organic and they do the, you know, you can vote with your dollars and help those stores out. And guess what? The last decade, organic products, um, social impact causes have taken a huge skyrocket. And now big companies like Walmart, right? Big capitalist mean company is like, Hey, we got to get into this space. Customers like organic. They like some kind of social impact. So let's start doing that. And Walmart the last couple of years has come out with these huge programs because customers, me and you vote and with our wallets and say, we want organic. We want uh, social impact. We want you to help the society. And they say, great. They respond. That's why I love capitalism. Now you're all going to say, well, what about the people at the bottom, right? The people that are on the bottom, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. And I believe in a capitalism side. That's where churches and charities come in. Churches and charities step in and fill the gap for the single mother with three kids at home. And they come in and help the people that, you know, need food. And there's amazing programs, food banks and charities and churches across the country that do an incredible job, incredible work and can fill that gap. The government to fill that gap is, there's a lot of problems. As you know, most government run things don't work out very well, first off. And secondly, it gets people dependent on those things. They they see it like right now, I have a few friends that are like, yeah, I get my stimulus check every week. My unemployment's awesome. I'm going to go surf in California. This is going to be great. It's going to be the best in summer of my life because they get it from a government. If they're receiving that from a church or a charity that's more personal and close, they can interview those people. They can help them out, make sure they actually need the money, be more personable and help on the ground. So that's a little plug. Um, I, I put a little list together of why I love capitalism. Um, I love capitalism because I can create what I want. I don't depend on other people to send me a check, especially a government. I can go after my dreams and I live in a market when people where people decide what is good and bad. We can vote. And I love this. If you were born in, let's say the middle ages and you're out there, whatever, it's really up to chance of what family you were born into in the middle ages. If you own land, you had power. If you didn't loan land, you don't have any power right now especially in America, you can go and build a kingdom. In, in the Middle Ages, there was no chance in, in whatever history that you could become a king or a lord. Now, you can go build your own kingdom, build your own, your own township, whatever you want to call it. You can go out. doesn't matter how small. You've heard dozens of stories, even on this show, of rags to riches stories. You've heard of all of them. right? People that started with nothing, literally nothing, no parents, no income, no job, they scrap along and they end up these multimillionaires, right? You've heard these stories over and over and over again. Why? Because we live in a in America and we live in a capitalism society. That a capitalism allows someone to go from the bottom to the top and build their own kingdom for their family and build their own dream. Right now, we have the best opportunity in the history of all of mankind to go out and build your own dream, to build your own kingdom. And it's because of capitalism. If you lived in, in Russia with Stalin, right? Where they, he starved 20 million people, right? Or you lived in China, China, right? They're doing great. They had all their farmers working, all their farmers. They were exporting grain. They were doing all these great things. The, uh, the head over China, whatever, whoever it was, um, I don't know the name of China at the time, they had all these workers, all these farmers, they were exporting grain. 10 million farmers starved to death under communist China, 10 million, 
10 million people starved to death under China and they were exporting grain. They just didn't know. It was a distribution problem. They just, communication, they didn't realize they were exporting way more and they weren't feeding the farmers who were producing the food because they would go grab the farmers and take their food away. It's that there's just so many problems when the government comes in and tries to take over. And that's why I love institutions. I love capitalism because it's, it's companies. Companies live and die by the value they give to their consumers, us. And we get to vote on who wins and who loses, right? If we don't like a company, stop buying their product. And guess what? They're going to go out of business. And guess what? We don't have to hear from them ever again. That's the beauty of it. For you socialist people that hate Jeff Bezos, we'll stop ordering stuff on Amazon. But Amazon has given us such a luxury. You can get something to your door in a day or two. Are you kidding me? For free shipping? That's like too good to be true. It's like, yes, I'm going to buy that. That he has absolutely changed the planet. Bill Gates, without him, we wouldn't have computers, right? And would anybody that's young in high school or college with when a socialist society aspire to launch a business and solve problems? Would they? No, right? In a social company, you wouldn't because you don't have the opportunity to have that huge income level. They actually looked, there's a there's an amazing, see, I wish I could show it to you guys in front of GDP and entrepreneurship put on a graph. And it's almost identical. The, the more entrepreneurship in a country at any level, big or small, the GDP instantly rises and instantly falls with lack of entrepreneurship and growth of entrepreneurship. And right now we have a shrinking and we have a decline of entrepreneurs in America. That directly affects every single one of you listening that has a job or wants to get a job in the future. Because guess what? Those jobs were created by entrepreneurs. And our GDP, our country, and you'll watch, you can look at countries in Africa, especially. The moment, like Nigeria has done really well, the moment entrepreneur kicks up, GDP instantly rises, education rises, women rights, all, all of it rises. The moment entrepreneurship gets taken away, all of it falls. And I will go to my grave. I believe in capitalism. And I think it's a, it's a most beautiful thing we have in this economy and I will fight for it. I'm going to put a voice out there to say I, why I love capitalism. And most of all, it's because I believe I can build my own kingdom. I can have more than I, than I have now. I can reach for something greater and not just money wise, but I can have more impact. I can have more help. I can hire out family members that are struggling with work. I can pay for other people's medical bills. I can go out and help others in my community. And I can be that type of person that does that and build an incredible life for me and my family. And it's, and by the way, the last thing I want to say with how the monetary system works, when you make a dollar, you're not stealing a dollar from somebody else. FYI, big thing. Everyone, some people think, I think a lot of socialists think that when I make a dollar, somebody out there lost a dollar. That's not true. And this is, this is a little bit of random. I keep going. What happens? Bank the mo- what happens with money is wild. Okay, when you take a dollar, you give me a dollar, I go deposit that in a bank. The bank can lend up to sixteen times more than that money. So wait, what just happened? I put a dollar into the bank. The bank now can make sixteen dollars of loans. Wait, what? From what? They create money out of thin air. It's like whoa. So when I made a dollar, I didn't steal it from you. There's money being created all day, every day. There is so much money going around. The Fed right now pumping pumping in new money. It is not a zero-sum game. 
um, especially with how currencies traded and how Fe Federal Reserve rates. I can't go deep into this episode on all of that, but it's not a zero sum game. Stock market is a zero sum game. Forex is a zero sum game where you're buying it. There's winners and losers. With us though, in a typical economy, this this economy we have right now, it is not winners and losers. Um, anyways, that's my that's my spiel on capitalism. I love it. And I will go to my grave defending capitalism. Hope you guys enjoy. Peace. Hey, hey, wasn't that awesome? Hey, if you want to learn more about funds, I actually have the unique opportunity to sit down with a co-founder of a 20 billion dollar family of funds for an entire hour and he did a full training on how he launched his fund how to find investors how to find your niche in that space if you're interested go to investmentfundsecrets.com you can hop on that training for absolutely free listen to him for a full hour it's an incredible training and that knowledge actually as a mentor helped me launch my first fund i think you guys will really enjoy see you on there bye